Hale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. First and 10 from the 18 of the Raiders. Goff's going to work out of the gun. He's got Gibbs to his right. Goff takes the snap back and looking. Wants to throw. Does deep middle. Puck. Reporter inside the five to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. We are halfway through the show here on a Tuesday on Hurt at Sports Radio. Andrew Rogers and Robbie Lula here with you, and we are brought to you by our friends at Rockbrook Camera. Rockbrook is not just about trying to sell you a camera. They're trying to help you become the best photographer you can be, whether you're a professional like so many of our friends that heard at sports here, or if you're just a guy like me trying to capture your memories and share them with your friends and families, Rockbrook Camera has you covered. They can give you support after the sale as well with monthly classes to help you learn how to use your new equipment. They also have the latest technology for you. You can trade in your old gear to help you upgrade, or they have an extensive rental department if you want to try some things out and see what they have for you. You can check all that out at rockbrook.com or at their two great locations in Omaha, 168th and West Center, or in Lincoln, 70th and Pioneer. That's Rockbrook Camera. All right. By the way, yes. before you get to what you want to get to, yep. was that first half of the game last night, was that electric or not? <laughs> I mean, was that just a, a stellar, out-of-control game? It was Big Ten West football is what it was. But it was actually exciting. Well, well there was to, exciting to plays. I mean, like, you look at the Raiders, right? And first off, your wide receiver won, one of the best wide receivers in all of the National Football League can't stand being there mm-hmm. it's not about the targets either mm-hmm. that dude gets the ball thrown his direction he just doesn't get catchable balls mm-hmm. thrown his direction is that now, what it is so troy troy that he dropped so he troy was drop. wrong about that hmm? so troy was wrong about that last night as troy. aikman yeah wrong about what about because he was being saying just an exciting first half he was saying just the opposite of what you're saying that he's not unhappy <laughs> No, that he should have been. He should, they're not throwing it to him enough because. No, see, I th- early on in that game they didn't throw him the ball hardly, but also Jimmy G was like one for four through the first quarter. Yeah, like he, they had no no so, room to go. So on is offense. it is it Jimmy G's fault by the way, or is it or is it his? Or well, is it's it not the, Adams' fault, or is it the Raiders' fault? Well, I it, I think it's a little bit on the Raiders for giving Derek Carr over to over to the Saints. I mean. Adams came in to play with Derek Carr. Yeah, specifically. And then they're just like, yeah, no, you're going to play with Jimmy G instead. Yeah. So I think a little bit's on the Raiders, but I also don't think Jimmy G's a great quarterback. Like, Jimmy G is serviceable. Yeah, he's like, he's your league average quarterback, basically. But he's not somebody that I'm like, oh my gosh, he's going to make the throw. Yeah, it's like when we were talk, just talking about with the Jets. He's a guy that you could probably get in a trade, maybe not this year, but in general, he's the type of guy you can get in a trade. But does he move the needle? Not really. Mm-mm. He's just a guy. 
I would rather have Jimmy G as a backup, as one of the best backups yeah, in the league. absolutely. Than my starting quarterback. Absolutely. So I, I pray for you, Shane, that the Raiders do something different. Uh, they're, they're all about doing something different every single year, and they've been doing that for the last 20 years, and it hasn't worked. That's why I'm asking these questions. I want answers. <laughs> why, why is this not working? It's not working because uh, you have upper management that doesn't know how to make it work. I was going to say. I mean, I'm watching that game last night, and it reminded me a lot of the 2003 Super Bowl where the Raiders just got crushed. I mean, it was, you know, it started out electric and then just went downhill and it was just awful well i i could really see a scenario where Devonte adams does get dealt by the end of today even though the raiders oh, said yeah. they wouldn't yeah. i could easily see a scenario uh you don't often see Devonte adams throw his helmet on the sidelines no but especially if somebody like is desperate and wants to pay a price for him i mean absolutely they would trade him but, like that's the thing when like outside of patrick mahomes or people like that nobody's untradeable you know, especially these guys, like non-quarterbacks especially, if you give up the right assets for them, everybody's tradable. Mm-hmm. Like Patrick Mahomes is obviously not, you know, I bet that like San Diego wouldn't give up Justin Herbert for just about anything. Josh Allen Los in Angeles. Buffalo. It, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be San Diego until the day I die. I just, it's just <laughs> in my head. Uh, yeah, the Chargers wouldn't, wouldn't take anything for Herbert. Sure, the Bills wouldn't take anything for Josh Allen. Um, at this well, we saw Brady go away, so I mean, yeah, but that was by his choice. He wasn't traded; he left. And and Brady was like forty-five. 40. <laughs> he was forty-five. Yeah. But I'm sure if they really wanted him, I mean, they they probably could have done something. They could have tried to resign him, but they didn't trade him. Like that's what that's what we're talking about. I got it's, you. A, it's a different scenario when guys are free agents and mm-hmm. can just walk away. Um, but it, it's it's also different when a guy's forty-five years old and you know probably collecting AARP before he wants to retire. Um, it's just a, a situation where Devontae Adams is tradable. Everybody's tradable. Derrick Henry's tradable. Everybody has a price. Yeah, everybody has a price, unless you're one of the top three or four quarterbacks in the league. If, if somebody came, if the Bears came to the Chiefs today, okay. and they were guaranteed the one and number two pick, okay. and they were like, we kind of want Mahomes, so we're going to give the Chiefs one and two this year, we're going to give them a first rounder next year, we're going to give them a first rounder the year after that. They could they could create an, a, in a an outrageously large package to entice the Chiefs. Now, that doesn't mean the Chiefs will say yes. I'm going to say no. But there is a number out there that would be like, okay, they are overpaying 400% on what this guy is worth. We can accept this trade and and be good. See, I don't even think that's true for a guy like Mahomes because I genuinely don't believe there's a – uh, asset package valuable enough, and maybe there's not to get a Mahomes because well, you gotta, all you're trying to hope for to get in that asset package is another Mahomes, mm-hmm. and you already have the guy. So what? That doesn't make any sense. Well, right? and then you got to build back you, up. But but I think that's more what it is, right? So uh, it, it's Kelsey and Mahomes. That's it. Sure, that's it in Kansas City. But maybe you can build a super team by. Going that direction. Yeah, but you're trading a known for unknowns in a situation where the known that it, you have. It was, it was pure hypothetical, is Robbie. The I said best the case ch- scenario. I said the Chiefs would take in offers that could be enticing, but they they wouldn't just jump yeah, I mean, and say, yes, this is what we're doing. Because, yes, Mahomes is a generational talent. Yeah. Mahomes <laughs> is un unmatched when it comes to statistics, when it comes to IQ, when it comes to a lot of different things mm-hmm. in football. But there is 
it, something out there that can be created to be like, oh, I could see that working. The Chiefs probably won't accept it, but I could see that working as like a universal, okay, I, I could see the Chiefs accepting that deal. Yeah, I just I don't think that deal exists. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't. Um, Travis says on uh, our YouTube string, Josh McDaniel is a garbage head coach. What do you have to say about that, Shane? Um, I'm going to say that uh, it bleeds down from the top, and once that guy at the top gets something in his mind, he never wants to uh, stray from that. I mean, you can see it with his haircut. He's had that forever. I mean, that's his. That's his. I mean, that's that's what the guy is. That's what the guy does. His haircut and he, his Leonardo DiCaprio. He gets something and... in his mind, and he will not stray away from that, no matter what. Uh, still, though, Josh McDaniels is not a good head coach. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that he keeps, you know, getting chances. To be honest with you, like I just. I don't know what you see in Josh McDaniels that you're like, yep, that's good. It's going to work this time. That's all I have to say to Raiders <laughs> fans. All right, let's get back into uh, the herd at hot seat real fast. Yeah, we got a couple well, Why minutes. you got to be so mean about that? Why you got to be but, so uh, mean about what? It's I mean, <laughs> you're, I mean, you're the one that started crapping on the Raiders <laughs> to start the segment. We didn't do anything. You brought this upon yourself. Um, well, it's been 20 years coming, so the uh, let's go with this one. I kept so I'm, as you're watching the uh, football game last night, they kept advertising this this golden bachelor, and I'm like, what is happening here? And so, 75 year old man. Yeah, so I, I look it up, and it's it's basically just the bachelor for old people, right? Mm-hmm. So I I'm thinking to myself, okay, if you could have an old timers game in any sport, and instead of NFL, we'll play flag football in case that's what sport you choose, yep. so nobody dies. Um, who would you most want to see play again? Just, just a player, any player or a team, whatever. Who? What's the thing that you would love? to I see? I would love to see Mark McGuire play again. Ooh, okay. And the reason is I don't remember much of Mark McGuire. Okay. Because I was you so were a little young. young. Yeah. And like Albert Pujols would be more of like, like your sweet spot. I, well, I have core memories of yeah. Albert Pujols, yeah, yeah. but I don't have core memories of Mark McGuire. But I've heard so many great things, mm-hmm. and like when he broke the home run record, like that is somebody that I would love to see back in action. And he is still huge. Oh yeah, like he could still get up to the plate and probably rake today, at least against batting practice for sure. Oh, he's yeah. not hitting like ninety-nine mile an hour fastballs, but you give him some batting practice fastballs. Oh yeah, that would be it for me. And if it weren't him, it w- it would be Brett Hall. Okay, for the Blues. Yeah. Okay. Never got to watch that guy play. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, one of the best hockey players of all time. Yeah, absolutely. So, like my teams. Yeah, that might, that I figured it would be. Uh, mine's probably Michael Jordan. Just, Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's easy. Really that's an obvious one. one but it just, Kobe, I think Kobe yeah, would be amazing. Kobe would be awesome as well. Um, Wayne yeah. Gretzky would one, be awesome. One of those two for me is probably Kobe or, or MJ. Every once in a while I see these little highlights of, like, MJ playing three-on-three with a bunch of guys on vacation like the Bahamas and I'm like man I would love to see him just drop like 40 in a charity game that would make me so happy uh that's your heard at sports hot seat for Tuesday coming up next we've got some uh got some power rankings we got to get to Uh uh-oh hail varsity radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m on Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. 
Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.